If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It is the Jesse Kelly Show, second hour of the Jesse Kelly Show, even though I'm a big fat liar. Why? I just got done telling you we were going to have Libby Emmons on with the post-millennial to talk about this article she wrote about the, the female swimmers and the mom came out. And then we found out the phone lines are officially down on the Jesse Kelly show. We didn't touch it. The only explanation we've decided is it's a Russian cyber attack against the show. And since... I don't ever have to verify any of the things I say. We're totally going with that. Look, these colors don't run, Putin. You can bring whatever you want at us. We're ready for you. We've got the bar ready to rock and roll in case you Russians want to come in here and dance. <laughs> All right. But it is the Jesse Kelly Show, and we're going to do a bunch of email stuff and whatnot. But let's, let's do remember what I'm seeing out there right now today. And you're probably seeing this too. Congress has this gigantic meeting where Zelensky, the head of Ukraine, he presents a video. Now, people say it's a propaganda video, and it's obviously a propaganda video, but I don't have a problem with that because propaganda propaganda is a funny thing. When it's somebody you don't like or it's a cause you don't like, it's propaganda. When you do it, you're just trying to get the truth out there, right? So what happened in case you... I can't play it for you. It won't come off well on the radio, but you can go see it for yourself. Zelensky, the head of Ukraine, he comes and plays him a video. And it's very, very, very well done. Clearly professionally done. It goes from color to black and white, and it's got dead kids. And I mean, it's really, really gory. It's, 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 it's very in your face, but Zelensky does this video. And of course, on the heels of Zelensky doing this video, Congress all stands up. They all stand up and they give this huge standing ovation. And Joe Biden promptly sends $800 million to Ukraine in the form of weapons. Javelins, which uh, javelin. I realize I keep using these words and people may not know what they mean. A javelin is not what you're picturing. Not, Not like in track and field, Chris, you idiot. No, a, jack, a javelin is a shoulder-fired rocket launcher. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call it a rocket launcher. And it's a fire-and-forget weapon. What does that mean? It means if you were to hold one, you could aim it at, let's say, a Russian tank, and then, pow, you fire it off, and then you could just take off running because that, that missile's going to go exactly where you had aimed it. All right, They're very, very effective at anti-armor things. So we sent a bunch of stuff like that, like $800 million worth, to Ukraine. And I have to be honest with you, before I get to I'm going to do a big email roundup and stuff like that tonight. Before I get to that, I think I need to clarify where I stand on Russia, Ukraine, because don't, I don't lean on it heavily. I don't talk about it a ton. And, and here's why. The main reason why is this. 
I am sympathetic to any human suffering, especially when it involves women and kids. That's just one of those things that's always got to me. I don't like that a big country is picking on a smaller country. I don't like that either. However, life is all about priorities. All about priorities. I am much more concerned about the corruption at the U.S. government. I am much more concerned about inflation destroying Americans, gas prices destroying Americans. I'm very concerned that the Federal Bureau of Investigation just found out that a journalist might be in possession of a diary, a diary belonging to Joe Biden's daughter, and they went and kicked down her door and then took private information from these journalists. This is the Project Veritas stuff. And they handed that information. They leaked it illegally to the New York Times. So the FBI, they're now the thugs of Joe Biden? Or do we have so the FBI, the brown shirts now? This is on top of the January 6th stuff they pulled. This is on top of meeting after meeting after meeting where they've decided that you, if you're worried about election integrity, you're mad about COVID measures, you're angry about critical race theory in schools, you're potentially a domestic terrorist. What I'm saying is we have gigantic problems right here within the border of the United States of America. The Western governments have spent the last two years aiming their guns at you and me and deciding we're the enemy. It's not that I'm not sympathetic to the suffering going on overseas. I just believe we have much bigger fish to fry here. And to clarify, I would expect Ukrainians to feel the same way about their problems. Uh, if you're in Ukraine right now and there are artillery shells dropping on your city, I don't expect you to be concerned about FBI corruption. You've got different fish. You got bigger fish to fry yourself. I get that. But as an American, I am very worried about the problems taking place in America. I'm very concerned about how corrupt our president and his son are. I'm very concerned that absolute morons like this are the ones deciding the future of foreign policy. I'm never going to stop playing this. I actually had the fellows put it permanently on the soundboard. This, this is not only a Republican. This is a sitting member of U.S. Congress. Understand that if there was, if there was a vote today about going to war with Russia, China, whatever, nuclear war, millions will die, this human being is going to be voting on it. And, and do you support a no-fly zone in Ukraine? I support everything that has to do with punishing Vladimir Putin and helping the Ukrainians. Wouldn't that mean direct conventional warfare with Russia? I don't know what it will mean, but you know freedom is not free. So you don't know what a no-fly zone will mean? If you, you have to shoot down Russian planes, I mean... Of course! So a conventional war with Russia. Listen, thank you. <laughs> so yes... I'm very concerned about our problems here at home. Now, I'll, I'll clarify where I'm at with Ukraine. And another reason I don't talk about it very much is this. I'm very conflicted. I'm very torn on it. And this is why I'm very, very torn on it. I love a plucky underdog story the same way you do. We, we did a show on it before. Look, everyone cheers for David. No one cheers for Goliath. So I like Ukraine holding out. I like them blowing up a bunch of Russians. They got invaded. I like an invader getting what's coming to them. At the same time, this fight they're putting up, it is, 
it is going to result in more Ukrainian civilians dying. It is. Now, this is going to be the lamest thing I've ever said because of what it means. I'm about to say, I just want it to be over. Now, what does that mean, right? For it to be over, someone has to win. Someone has to lose. There has to be a negotiated peace. That's one of those boilerplate things you could just throw out there that doesn't mean anything. But what I want is for kids to stop dying in Ukraine. That's what I want. Beyond that, I don't have a ton of interest there because I'm so concerned about what's happening here. And I'll tell you something that does concern me, though, and it concerns me a lot. We have, gosh, how many TVs did the suits buy us for this studio, fellas? There's seven or eight. To, oh, seven or eight. There's, there's TVs all over this new studio they built us. You know, uh, the first TV, I do a TV show every night on the first. I have another great one coming tonight, 9 p.m. Eastern. The first TV and premiere, they joined together and they built us this studio. So we have all our own stuff and whatnot. And they threw a bunch of TVs in here. And these TVs, the fellas get here before I do, and they turn them all on, and they turn them all on to different news, d- different news places. So I can be up to date and we can always have news on in the background. If something breaking happens, I actually have two in here where I'm doing where I'm talking to you now, I'll know. You know, if World War III happens, I'll know and I'll be able to tell you. But you know what drives me crazy? Every TV has been on for hours. We've been here for hours doing various stuff. And 90, if not higher, 90% of the coverage has been all about Ukraine. Now, I understand Ukraine's a big deal. I, I get that. Brother, are people not aware of what's happening to Americans right now? Of what Americans are going through right now? Of how bad we're getting crushed? Instead, all I get is Republicans and Democrats blathering on about this? Mm-hmm. You still stand by yeah, I hope he'll be taken out one way or the other. I don't care how they take him out. I don't care if we send him to The Hague and uh, try him. I just want him to go. Yes, I'm on record. Please. Understand, Senator Lindsey Graham, if John McCain were here, he'd be saying the same thing, I think. Okay, so our senators are talking about assassinating foreign leaders. Okay, that's fine. Meanwhile, back here in America, this is the kind of thing going on. This is a teacher. Kemper Kane has taught for 30 years. She spent the last 15 of them teaching kindergarten at Roscoe Nix Elementary in Silver Spring. She says her passion for the profession began to wane during virtual learning because she was unable to interact with students face-to-face. When in-person learning started back up, she faced even more challenges. They were really lacking in, in the social aspect of how to communicate their needs. We had so many children who did not respond to their own name. Don't tell me to care about other things when America's children have been assaulted by their own government for the last two years and they can't even communicate their own names. We have huge fish to fry right here. Hang on. You're listening to the Oracle. You're gonna love this one. It's a scream, baby. The Jesse Kelly Show. Jokers to the right. Here I am. Stuck in the middle with you. When you started out with nothing and you found a Jerusalem man. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. I know. I know there's a war going on. I know. But, man, you're going to have to forgive me. Uh, one... This human being right here would be the one voting on the war. And, and do you support a no-fly zone in Ukraine? I, I, I support everything that has to do with 
punishing Vladimir Putin and helping the Ukrainians. Wouldn't that mean direct conventional warfare with Russia? I don't know what it will mean, but you know freedom is not free. So you don't know what a no-fly zone will mean. If you, if you have to shoot down Russian planes, I mean. Of course. So a conventional war with Russia. Listen, thank you. <laughs> some guy, some guy responded to me and said, she's so painfully confident. And it's so true. Of course. Cause these people don't ask me to care about that. When I hear things like this. Kemper Kane has taught for 30 years. She spent the last 15 of them teaching kindergarten at Roscoe Nix Elementary in Silver Spring. She says her passion for the profession began to wane during virtual learning because she was unable to interact with students face to face. When in-person learning started back up, she faced even more challenges. They were really lacking in, in the social aspect of how to communicate their needs. We had so many children who did not respond to their own name. Didn't respond to their own name. We have children in America not being able to respond to their own name because of idiotic, insane, evil COVID policies. I'm very concerned about the government right here at home. I saw today Biden called Vladimir Putin a war criminal. Okay, that's fine. He definitely is. Putin's a scumbag. Uh, Joe Biden drone striked a family of 10 in Afghanistan. Completely innocent. Seven of them, you can go look at their pictures online if you'd like. Seven of them are children. Adorable little kids. He drone strike 10 people. They're off the face of the planet. The Pentagon then investigated itself and found no wrongdoing. That's not a war criminal? Um, if I was to grab a gun and go march into uh, Vietnam, let's call it. We've been there before. And I was to bayonet 10 innocent people, including seven kids. Would, would you call me a war criminal? You definitely would. And you'd be right. What was the government's response to doing that? Well, here it was. How does it strike you that no one is held accountable? Because I know how it strikes a lot of people around the I world do. that you can get away with murder and nobody's punished for it. I do understand that. We, we, we appreciate that. Not everybody's going to uh, support this decision. Uh, what I can tell you is we looked at this thing very, very comprehensively. And again, we acknowledge that there were procedural breakdowns. Processes were not uh, executed the way they should have been. But it doesn't necessarily indicate that, uh, that an individual or individuals have to be held to account for that. But look, uh, is there, this is, is one... There Discipline inside the Pentagon at all? I mean, maybe there are no charges brought up, but is anyone demoted or disciplined for what happened that what day? We're, what we are going to do, there's, no, there's not going to be individual discipline as a result of this, Willie. But what we are going to do is learn from this, uh, and we're going to enact and improve our procedures and our processes to try to make sure this doesn't happen again. No, there's no discipline. Oh, no, nobody's in trouble. No, we're not. No, it's just, it's just 10 people we sent to the shadow realm. No, my goodness. My, no, it's not. Well, look, we're, we're going to adjust our processes. And we're calling someone else a war criminal? By any definition, that's a war crime. By any definition. I am concerned, very concerned, about what we have here at home. I'm very concerned that we have monsters who run our government, who are trying to load a bunch of crap in a bill, and they're holding it hostage. They're holding critical coronavirus treatments hostage 
if we don't pass their stuff. Today, we've outlined the severe and immediate consequences that the United States will face if Congress fails to provide us with $22.5 billion in emergency funding to fight COVID-19. Those consequences are dire. Fewer monoclonal antibodies sent to states and inability to purchase additional treatments, fewer tests available to Americans, less surveillance for future variants, and a risk of running short on vaccines. And in the next couple of months, there could be increasing cases of COVID-19 here in the United States as well. We talked about this a bit yesterday. Waiting to provide funding until we're in a worse spot with the virus will be too late. We need funding now, so we're prepared for whatever comes. Why won't they just produce a separate bill for the monoclonal antibodies that are saving lives? Well, because they don't care about saving lives. They're going to use the whole saving lives thing in order to try to pass their agenda. And if their agenda can't get passed, they're not going to lose even a moment's sleep watching Americans die. I have watched for two years as American politicians, doctors, hospital administrators, Several people at the FDA, CDC, I've watched for two years. Governors, mayors, I've watched for two years as they've committed murder. They've murdered Americans. When you ban treatments like monoclonal antibodies when you know they work because you're trying to force vaccines on people, that's murder. I consider that to be murder. When you're a doctor and you're in possession of something that may or may not treat a disease, but it's something safe for human beings and you refuse to give it because the person's not vaccinated, you're a murderer. I'm very worried that we're surrounded by murderers. All right. Let's get to some emails. I promise an email roundup here. Dear Dr. Jesse, what are your thoughts? Uh, we know your thoughts on women voting, but what are your thoughts on women working? <laughs> you know my thoughts? Here are my thoughts. And, and do you support a no-fly zone in Ukraine? I, I, I support everything that has to do with punishing Vladimir Putin and helping the Ukrainians. Wouldn't that mean direct conventional warfare with Russia? I don't know what it will mean, but you know freedom is not free. So you don't know what a no-fly zone will mean? If you, if you have to shoot down Russian planes, I mean... Of course! So a conventional war with Russia. Listen, thank you. Look, there's my answer. Thank you. Jesse, we are hosed at the pump. You hit on these people campaigned on hurting gas supply. Why are they not celebrating a campaign promise fulfilled why are republicans not asking that question why did i have to bring it up on my radio show democrats we even have a montage democrats campaigning against gas prices we want gas prices high we want to crush the oil company we want to crush the oil company now gas prices are hammering people and they're asking for more oil why aren't these oil companies pumping more oil why do you want to trash the planet joe I thought you were worried about Gaia or whatever these circus freaks call the Mother Earth thing that they're, they're all obsessed with. Huh? What happened to that? All right. I'm going to get to a ton of emails. I'm way behind on them. I'm going to get to a ton of emails tonight on the Jesse Kelly show. We're going to have some fun. We're going to have some fun. I just, that's where I'm at. That's where I'm at. I don't want to, I don't want to get distracted by the new shiny thing the media tells me to care about. Every single TV, all the coverage is about Russia, Ukraine. Brother, we got kids here who don't know their own name. We got bigger fish to fry. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. 
Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. the jesse kelly show and look I, I understand we have a bunch of female listeners but i want to i want to just talk to the fellas here really quickly fellas hear me out at some point in time your woman may be tempted to go to a rodeo you can never ever ever allow her to go to a rodeo all right now here's why here's why let me explain let me explain we have going on right now in houston the houston rodeo and it's basically the greatest thing ever. If you've never done it, you need to do it. People fly in from all over the country. I think 2 million people, they said. That, that may be wrong. I think 2 million people fly in for the Houston Rodeo. And it is everything you can imagine. There's rides. There's endless foods, amazing foods. There's endless shops for boots and everything else. They have an actual rodeo with buck and bulls and calf, and calf wrestling. I mean, they have everything you could imagine at this rodeo. And then at night... They have concerts, and I don't mean, you know, some local band. The biggest stars in music, you name them, come down for it. And uh, Stars of all kinds, not just country music. Yeah, there's a ton of country music. They have huge rap performers, if that's your thing. Rock, you name it. It is huge. It, it really is worth coming to. It is amazing. I love the freaking thing. So what's the problem, Chris? Oh, you want to know what the problem is? My wife has gone like four times this year. She keeps, yes, this year alone. She keeps going up for the, the. She keeps going up for. Oh, uh, uh, can I get a hat? Uh, I want to. I want to meet my girlfriend up there. I want to meet. But here's what's happening every single time. She took our youngest son yesterday. He's on spring break. She took him up there. Wanted to take him on all the fair rides and everything else and all that's all that you think. Oh yeah, you think that's good? You think that's good? I'm now getting text messages all day long. That she wants to adopt one of the little calves. She wants one of the horses. They brought out the horses last night. The mother horses. And the mothers had all their... What, Chris? No, Chris, hold on. That, that doesn't make it any better telling her what happens to the cow. The mother horses brought out the baby horses with them last night. And they did a big trot around the arena. And she sends me a video. I want a horse. Can we get a horse? Oh, can I get one of the little calves? Oh, can I get... All day long now, I'm getting barraged because she wants to adopt all of the animals at the rodeo. We don't even have a yard for that. What are we... I've even asked her, what exactly is the plan? What could Could you lay out for me what exactly is the plan? What are we supposed to do with the horses and cows? And you know what she said? Love them. What does that even mean? You know what? You know what? I'm moving on. I'm moving on. I, I, fellas, yeah, the rodeo's awesome. Go by yourself. Just you and the guys. All right, if you go, it's going to cost you a fortune. She's going to come home with hats and boots and jeans. And this was on sale. And she's going to want to adopt every one of the animals at the rodeo. Now, the good part of it is this. You want to be a little bit encouraged about America. There's enough ugliness out there right now. Go pop in a rodeo. If you're close to Houston, pop in Houston's. You want to talk about bringing you back? You want to talk about good people? Everybody's polite. To a man, everyone's polite. 
national anthem, it's a big deal there. And let me tell you, the whole place is stood up, hats off, hands over their hearts. No one's running their mouth. It's awesome. They're saying prayers before everything. You want to talk about getting back to the roots of America, rodeos are the way to go. Jesse. I listen on podcast and couldn't call in, but I wanted to email. We did a big call-in thing last night where people could say how inflation and gas prices are hurting them. He says, the administration wants daycare costs to go down, but I know, owning a daycare, the profit margins for most daycares is very small as it is. Most daycares provide meals. I used to buy milk for $1.39 a gallon. I now have to buy it for three eighty-seven a gallon. That's just milk. So either... So I'm either going to have to raise prices or very close. You see, this is why I wanted emails like this or any email you want to send. Love, hate, death threats. You're asked Dr. Jesse questions for Friday. Jesse at jessekellyshow.com. I want emails like this because I obviously talk to normal people all day long. I don't talk to politicians or, or political pundits. I don't live in Washington, D.C. I live in Houston. I live in the burbs. It's live where you live. But I still can't see everything, and I want to know what I can't see. Finding out fascinating things about daycare and lumber. I'm hearing from farmer after farmer after farmer warning me about fertilizer. And hear me out now. Hear me out now. These fertilizer warnings mean the cost of all your food is going to go up. You haven't even, we haven't even reached the end. It's not as if right now you're looking at all these horrific prices in the grocery store And you're just floored. But, oh, well, it's about over. No, 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 no. We haven't even experienced all the pain yet. It's still slowly filtering its way down through. How much do these people care? How stressed are they about your gas prices? How much are they worried that you can't go see your mother anymore and she's in failing health? Well, here's the energy secretary. Here's how worried she is. It is $2.89 a gallon. I guess that's better than in California. What is the grand home plan to increase oil production in America? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that is hilarious. Would that I had the magic wand on this. <laughs> it's so funny. It's so funny. High gas prices. What, what a knee slapper. They're having the time of their life. Remember this. Remember, not a single one of these scumbag communists who lead this country are concerned about gas prices. In fact, it's worse than that. They're thrilled about them. They are thrilled about them. Their only concern, and I repeat, their only concern is that you might blame them for it. They're not worried at all that you're getting crushed at the pump. They're not. They have professional drivers, maybe a brownstone here, second home there. They're all millionaires. The second Jennifer Granholm is done tearing through this country, she's going to go to academia and make a fortune. Or maybe she won't be there full time. Maybe she'll just do the $100,000, $200,000 per speech thing. Oh, that's very, very real. Oh, maybe she won't do that. Maybe instead she'll go to CNN, make a million, two million a year. You think she's stressed about $5 a gallon gas? <laughs> she, that's funny. <laughs> she couldn't possibly care less. It is $2.89 a gallon. I guess that's better than in California. What is the grand home plan to increase oil production in America? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that is hilarious. Would that I had the magic wand on this. That's so funny. 
Talk about, I mean, on top of everything else bad you can say about these people, talk about the most tone-deaf administration in the history of mankind. Do, do, they not, do they not get the same emails I get? Don't tell me the White House doesn't get emails every single day with people explaining what they're going through. Is, do they not care? Jesse, I'm a freelance graphic designer. I bid a print job for one of my customers today, and for the exact same job, it was $310. Last year... Oh, this year it was $465 print job. Again, graphic design. You wouldn't think about that, right? But of course it makes sense. How many of those supplies are in short demand? How many of those supplies require oil? Dear Dr. Jesse, the elite minivan driver. Okay, hold on a second. Hold on. We haven't, we don't have a minivan anymore. Okay. Times were tough. And when you have little kids, man, people don't, people without little kids don't understand it's hard to get them little things in and out of the car. And I'm 6'8". If we were to have a normal four-door sedan, do you have any idea what it would be like to get your kid, especially a little baby, in and out of a car seat? It's difficult. We don't own the minivan anymore. You've recently been complaining about the camera in the radio studio. I believe you need to start taking responsibility for this decision. You were the one looking for five-star ratings on looks for a radio show. The suits are just playing to your strengths. I guess the joke is on you. <laughs> he said, P.S., what's your take on Easy Cheese? Is it genius or white trash? For one, if you don't know what he's talking about, we, got, we finally got word. They've warned about this for a long time, that the suits want to put a camera in the radio studio so people can watch me do the radio show. I don't understand that, but apparently people love doing that. So that's going to end up happening. I fought against it for a long time, but it's going to happen. All right. Now, look, I'll answer the question about Easy Cheese, and we'll get back to more gas prices and all this other stuff in a second. First, let's talk about something serious. Uh, I know you've seen all the rising crime stuff. I don't have to convince you that it's nuts out there right now. It is. And the people are going to get more and more desperate Drug addiction is going to get worse. Just alcohol abuse. All of it's going to get worse as times get tougher. That's how it works. I wish it didn't work that way, but it does. That's, that's the reality of it. Do you have a hero gun yet? It's a non-lethal gun. So even if you're one of these people who's scared of guns, there's, there's no reason not to get one for yourself, your spouse, grandparents, kids. Do you have kids in the home? Are you sending them away? Kids can use this thing and not worry about killing their brother with it either. It's got a laser sight. It's easy to use. Doesn't require a concealed carry permit. Shoots these pepper balls. They explode on contact. It'll stop an attack. Go to Hero2020.com and use the code JESSE for a special discount. Hero2020.com. State restrictions may apply. Jesse Kelly returns. Next. It is the Je- oh my voice just cracked, Chris. It's the Jesse Kelly show. <laughs> it's a very different show than the one we normally have around here. It's the MG42, Chris. It does sound good. It's a- we're in a moral dilemma on the soundboard. All right, look, there's no moral dilemma for this though. Ay, 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 ay. 
I am the little bandido I like Fritos corn chips, I love them, I do I want Fritos corn chips, I'll get them from you Ay, 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 ay Oh, I am the Frito Bandito Give me Fritos corn chips and I'll be your friend The Frito Bandito, you must not offend Munch, 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 bunch of Fritos it is the Jesse Kelly show, and that is the Frito Bandito. Now, back to what we were talking about before. The guy asked about my take on Easy Cheese. That's the spray can cheese. The fellas actually went and grabbed it. We have Easy Cheese in the office. Don't ever ask me my stance on Easy Cheese. When I die, I've actually got it in my will that I will be buried in Easy Cheese. I just want to lay down in the coffin, and I want, you to, I want people to stand around it and spray Easy Cheese all over me until the coffin is full of it. And then just close, just close the lid and know that I'm eternally in a happy place for me. All right? Jesse, uh, sex offenders against children are charged with crimes because children, quote, cannot give consent to that because they do not fully understand it. If they start teaching about sex changes to eight-year-olds, then there is a contradiction with the understanding part. If they think children are old enough to understand this garbage, then they need to change the definition of consent. I wonder if they would be all for that. Well, I think you need to be very careful, sir, because they, of course, would be all for that. Now, listen, there's something. This is a little gross, but I'm gonna, as always, I do a family show. I'm a bad person, but I do a family show. You can always listen with your kids. So this, this is a little skeevy, but I want to make sure everyone understands something. There's been something I've noticed, especially in the past, oh, six months to a year. College professors... Occasionally, it'll be a journalist of some kind. They'll put out a blog or put out an article or say something publicly indicating that they think the limits on adult children, I guess we'll call them relationships to try to keep it on the up and up, to try to keep from grossing people out, uh, they think those limits are ridiculous. There was, I forget that guy, I forget his name, so I don't want to call him out, or the university. He came out, and he was basically advocating for, why, why can't an adult man date a 15-year-old, 14-year-old? Now, what happens every time is this. They say it publicly, or they'll print an article about it, and then they'll just get crucified by the general public. They'll just get crucified by them, and then they'll kind of go away, and you won't see it catch on. Obviously, that's a good thing, right? So there are still there are still some bridges that are too far for this society. That's good, but understand this: those are trial balloons. That's what that's what those are. That is absolutely something the left would advocate for because the communists are evil and they don't view human beings as sacred or wonderful. Why in the world do you think they're so adamant about teaching this stuff to your children? And they're so forceful about it. Remember, we talk about the Florida bill. We forget how into this stuff Disney has been. Do I need to remind you about the ad Nick Jr. ran? And it was more than one. It actually wasn't an ad. It was part of a show. I'm not going to play it for you here because it's really gross. It was just blatantly in your face. Hey, kids, here we are at the Pride Parade. Nick Jr., Disney, children's organization after children's organization. Sesame Street pushes this stuff. Why do you think that is? They don't place. Oh, Chris, you have it. Is it too gross to play? It was on Nick. You know, I'll tell you what, Chris. I'll tell you what. Play a little snip of it. I'm probably going to cut you off soon, but I want you to understand what you're listening to here. 
This is Nick Jr. This Nick, not not just Nickelodeon, which is already for kids. This is Nick Jr. for little kids. This is what they want. It's time for a pride parade. Families marching one by one, hurrah, hurrah. Families marching one by one, hurrah, hurrah. This family has two mommies. They love each other so proudly. Okay, I, I think we've seen it up. Thank you, Chris. I, I, I think we've heard enough. That's not just a random advertisement on TV. That's not in a random movie. That's on Nickelodeon Jr. These people are after your kids. They're very, very purposeful about it, too. They're not stumbling into it. It's not whoopsie. They're after your kids. The people who write the movies your children go see. They write the programming your children watch. Again, Sesame Street. They don't sit down and think, how can we educate today? How can we inform? How can we entertain? They sit down and think, how can I get after the kids? How can I break children away from their parents and away from their values and make them good little communist foot soldiers? That's how these people think. And until we understand and accept that's how they think, we'll never be able to take it on. You ask about consent and if that would sway them, these people would drop those consent laws in a heartbeat if they could. If they could politically get away with it, They would. Because remember, you always have to remember this. Communism is a religion of destruction and domination. But really, at its core, it's anti-human. It's anti-human. Remember, I've pumped it up before. My my friend Daryl Cooper, in his Martyr Maid podcast, he actually did an episode called The Anti-Humans. And it's all about communism and their various atrocities. That one's not for kids, let me tell you. It's dark. It's dark, but it's something adults should definitely listen to. But there's a reason he called them the anti-humans. There's a reason I've called them anti-humans forever. They don't view any human being, any human being as sacred and wonderful and someone who's created by God. They don't look at people that way. Not old, not young, not special needs. Not, I mean, look, these people will openly campaign on exterminating Down syndrome people. Openly campaign on that. If you, if you bring us up to the pro-abortion freaks, they will say, well, we could be like Sweden and finally eradicate Down syndrome. Eradicate Down syndrome? Those are human beings. And some of the most wonderful human beings you'll ever deal with in your life. But the communist doesn't look at them that way. Looks at them like they look at every other human being. Somebody who needs to be purged and eradicated. We have to grow up and accept the level of evil we're dealing with. All right? Well, on that sunny note, <laughs> we do have another hour left and I have a bunch more emails. Hang on. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.